Meanwhile, <laughs> on Riverdale. You can really taste the meatball. You do know that Riverdale was founded in the maple syrup industry. Here in Riverdale? Dilton Doily plays with guns. Big one, buddy. Sardonic humor is just my way of relating to the world. Everyone knows how much I loved my brother. Exactly. If we go in there with the entire Scooby gang, forget it. We're compromised. War is hell, Jack. No, Archie. Hell is other people. Out of the four of us, only you and Archie haven't kissed. Fascinating. I'm gonna go get a bevy. Do you want anything? A glass of milk would be great. Alice? Is it true what they say about men who have just been released from prison after me? The Coopers are one of the most respected families in Riverdale. Take your male gaze and your male privilege and get out of the women's locker room. Happy birthday, dear Chuckhead. Last night was... A PG-13 grope session. Color me shocked. Archie Andrews, is that why you became a mediocre musician overnight? I'm not interested in being anybody's rebound. Besides, I'm more into girls anyways. And all this time, I thought you were a lover, not a fighter. I'm both. I've got layers. And it'll be a cold day in hell before a snake lets a pig tell him what to do. Riverdale, Riverdale, Riverdale. We are back, everyone. Welcome to our coverage of The Dale. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. We're like caught up on this show. Oh, man. How about it? Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Sure. Where are we I'm, at? I'm always... I, hey... I watched uh, the latest episode, I think, yesterday, and oh man, I was fired. Oh, I was. Oh, that's oh. what I'm afraid. I feel like I'm at about an eight here, and you guys, I don't know where you guys uh, are. I watched three episodes today to get caught up, and I'm flying hot. Okay, oh my gosh. Because we need to match this enthusiasm. <laughs> so, where are we at? Season four, episode 12. Actually, that kind of tracks. Chapter 69. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up a sound effect that said nice, and that was not it. <laughs> it was supposed to be nice. I'll just do my own sound effects. Men of honor. Men of honor. I wasn't. I was let down on the title. You wait all this time to get to chapter sixty-nine, and then you did nothing. Yeah. Riverdale never zigs. Yeah. <laughs> no, only zags. As Betty would say, you got to keep them guessing. You got to change things up. So, we started out, uh, I thought where we left off, Jug was like out of here or whatever, but nope, he's challenged Biff to a duel. I wrote down this one, they didn't even bother with a previously on segment. I think because it wouldn't have matched up. Yeah, because normally the show, I like to refresh, okay, where where do we leave off? I need to get get fresh on the storylines, and th- I think from here on, recently they haven't. Even, they've just been doing cold open. Yeah. Just go. If you don't know by now, you'll never know. <laughs> and on this duel, they're doing this thing. They each get a partner, and I don't even know if that ever did that ever even come up. That nope. they had a partner. Mm-mm. You know, he has Donna. For some reason, Jughead picks the most terrible girl, yeah. and the other guy's got uh, Biff's got John or something. I don't know. Anyway. Then we get Ted Bishop shows up at Andrew's construction. Who's Ted Bishop? Right. Yeah, and Greg died of cancer. His guts rotted. He tells <laughs> he tells Frank. 
And I'm like, what show am I watching? Oh, is this the... Oh, okay. The yeah, this is... This is a war friend yeah, okay. of Frank's. Okay, he yeah. shows up, and he's telling one of the guys died. And so Archie's like, oh, man, you got to come over for dinner. Because he's just like, you know. He's, he's Archie. The, he's the scrappy dog. Hey, come on. Yeah. Come on. Hey, Spike. Come <laughs> over for, to our house. So then we're at the lodges, and they're planning to go to New York City because Ronnie's got to go to Barnard College mm-hmm. for an interview. Yeah. And a little... Uh, little crossover action going on, and so the family's going there too. They were going there for some secret, you know. The lodge parents were going for some secretive reason we didn't know at the time. Okay. So then uh, we see TT uh, once in on Kevin and Fang's side hustle. She says, <laughs> "Sorry, TT, <laughs> you ain't that type." Betty was got got punished for the quiz show stuff, which seems like forever ago. Yeah. Um, So, among other things, no prom, as if we care. (laughs) She's like, I got bigger things to do. I was just on a big quiz show. Um, So she takes Alice home. Alice is mad that she got punished at all because she's like, I tried to take the blame, but she takes Alice and she's showing her her yarn wall about Biff. Sorry, Brett. When I refer to Biff, it's Brett. Brett Weston Wallace. Brett Weston Wallace. That's right. Um, so she's like saying how he's really a bad a bad guy. So over at the Andrews, Ted, this new guy Ted is over there for dinner. And then he's telling war stories. And then well, he's got to go. Time to go. Oh, why don't you stay here? Archie says, why don't you stay all night? Well, okay. Okay. Stupid Archie. Archie settle down, Archie. But I will. Arch gets up the next day, leaves for school. As soon as he goes, Frank gets a call from June? Question mark. Ducky was murdered. <laughs> Ducky was murdered. Yeah. Which I, that's pretty close to. We got Molly Ringwald lives there, mm-hmm. and Ducky got murdered. Oh man. Um, I don't know whether June is another character from uh, Pretty in Pink or not, but meanwhile, what? So. Frank is finding out, wait a minute, something fishy. And Ted attacks him. And um, Archie forgot his phone. What happens? Wangs him with a frying pan. Man, that takes a little guts to to go against the ex-Marine. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Frying pan right there. He did fight a bear twice. Exactly. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, as but Ted's not out, and he goes tries to run out of the house. Frank throws his knife and sticks it into the door frame as he's leaving. I'm like, geez, you guys are hard and mm-hmm. That was a real war they were in. Um, Frank explains that they were mercenaries, yeah. you know, and that this guy must be uh, trying to kill everybody off or something. They must know something. I don't know. Archie's like, we need backup. So we got Betty and the Thunder, which is Alice, when I refer to the Thunder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thunder. We need, where, where's the Thunder drop? I don't have that drop. Well, I, always need have to to, I need to get go it. Go back I, and get it and have it forever. Yeah. So they go see Mrs. Chipping. Mr. Chipping jumped out the window, as we recall. Yep. Um, and she has his personal effects from his office. Including army pamphlets. 
I don't even remember whether that had anything to do with it. Moose went to the army. Yeah, that's true. That's right. That's that's what it was. And then, uh, so Archie's backup is Skeet. <laughs> so they go find Skeet, FP, at uh, the sheriff's office. His fists have recently been delivering street justice. Yes. Right. He yeah, he knows. Be warmed up. Yeah, he says. Uh, He's held his own against these ultra marine types. They're tough bastards, he says. <laughs> he said, you know, so they decide they're going to lure Ted to the El Royale. <laughs> then we get the first duel in this uh, series of duels. Fencing. Fencing, yes. Yeah. Biff wins Which, three to know, one. Chuckhead's never picked up a foil before. No. But he, he's a natural with a blade. You uh, think he'd yeah. be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, think exactly. he'd be Just a big switchblade. <laughs> I nope. also love that they fenced in the library. Yeah. Yes. As you do. Because I'm sure they didn't want to build another set for a gymnasium. No. So they're no. just do it in the library. <laughs> Move these books. In. That's where they have class. On guard. That's where they do everything. Yeah. It was. That was pretty funny. Um, but Jughead loses three to one. I think. Um, Veronica goes to New York City and sees Katie Keene. Oh, man. This At Lacey's. Yeah, they go to, they use Lace, the Hermione's Lacey's cars, right? Well, well, well. If it isn't Katie Keen. Hi. Oh. So good to see you. It has been way too long, girl. I know something that is going to make you even happier. I hear that the new Pro Rinsa Schooler collection on the fourth floor is to die for. Can't wait. I need to ooze collegiate cuteness at the center of you tomorrow. Well, I have already scoped out some Barnard-ready options. Well, good thing I'm armed with my mother's Lacey's card. If that's the case, I know exactly where to start. Come on. And she's going a little spending spree because she needs to get a new outfit for her interview. Oh, I don't want this rainbow high montage to end. Who says it has to? We can leave our bags with Smithers and just keep going. Wait, do you like drag? My friend Jorge and I always sneak into this little dive bar called Molly's Crisis. Sounds amazing. They... They get to go over to Molly's Crisis. Is that from the show? It's a dive bar that they go hang out at. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so they go there, and Katie is kind of opening up to her about her mom is sick. Now, it must be a major plot point in the Katie Keene show. So, assuming that you get into Barnard next year, which you totally will, is Archie moving here with you next year? That's still very much up in the air. Honestly... I don't think Riverdale could survive without him. Well, there's always long distance. Totally. And that's what my best friend Betty and Herbo are doing, and they're making it work, so. What about you and your brawny boxer? K.O.? Mm-hmm. Well, we are a real thing now. <laughs> I know. He's... Oh, he's the best. You know, I remember the first time you held hands with him was at my quinceanera at the plaza. And you told me his palms were sweaty because he was so nervous. Oh my God, that is so embarrassing. I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> All I remember is that the Jonas Brothers performed. Mm -hmm. And of course, how stunning you looked. Yeah, because you and your mom made the dress, the dress that launched this beautiful, unexpected relationship. <laughs> how is your mother? How's her shop? Veronica, my mom's really sick. And she's, she's getting treatments, and she's, oh, she's being so strong. But um, they, they caught it late, so we're just, we're not sure what's going to happen. <sighs> she's my best friend, Veronica. Katie, 
I'm sorry. Didn't want to tell you. I didn't want to cry today. Are you kidding me? What are old friends for if not to provide shoulders to cry on? Come here. I love you, Katie Keene. You're going to be okay. I promise. This is, you know, setting Veronica up here because she's listening to this, you know, her regret, you know, all the time. You know, she's not going to get to spend with her mom. So... Did you skip the montage? Oh, yeah. The shopping uh, montage at Lacey's? Yeah, any music breaks, I, I don't have any. Well, that's a reference to Evita. Oh, the okay. The Madonna movie. Because they play the song Rainbow High, which is oh. the exact same as in the movie Evita. It's her going through the closet and picking out an outfit. Oh, okay. And just this life of excess where she has countless wardrobes and servants yeah. to help her. So they... A cool. Sly movie reference. I dare any other Riverdale podcast to know Evita. Yeah, like, maybe some Avita. other references up on their Shakespeare, but we got Evita. I celebrate Madonna's entire catalog. <laughs> <laughs> I I challenge you to come up with more Madonna <laughs> shoehorn some Madonna into the rest of these. Episodes. Challenge accepted. Okay, I will also attempt. Um. <laughs> then we have back at the El Royale we get Ted and Frank in the ring they end up Ted Bishop comes walking in goes into the ring with Frank where he's standing <laughs> Fred whistles mm. and the serpents come a whole bunch of them got so FP comes in in his serpent jacket or whatever and takes Ted to jail and he's and then he uh the guy's like talking about, you know, Frank or whatever, and he's like, "I never, I never heard of Frank Andrews." Uh, Skeet's like gonna cover, you know. <laughs> then we get of the return of a diabolical character from our past, uh, Mister oh. Jingle Jangle. Oh yeah, Nick St. Clair is yeah. back. The worst. Oh. He is the worst. He shows up at the Maple Club. Mm-hmm. Of course he does. TT greets him. She doesn't know him. No. Nope. This is pre-TT. That's right. And Cheryl comes in, freaks out, and sees him and takes off. Yep. Welcome to the Maple Club. Now, this is my kind of joint. I'm Antoinette. And what brings you to our establishment this evening, Mr. St. Clair? I'm looking to throw a small bash for myself and some pals to celebrate the fact that we all got into Harvard. And a chum told me about this place. And from the looks of it, it seems like we'd have a good time here. That you would. How about I talk you through some of Maple Club's offerings and options? Back at Pops. We got Moose in his uniform. He's he's explaining that he was recruited to play football at Stonewall, but Chipping told him to get out of there. That, you know things aren't going good, and that's when he was like told him to go join the army or whatever. And Brett had taped Moose having sex. Yeah. And 
that she he saw Betty that now we're getting that thread where Uh-oh. we saw the recording going on while her mm-hmm. and Jug were getting down in but Biff's room also right like a virgin <laughs> nice. I was like he's got his phone over there. he's looking up Madonna songs this is the best uh, <laughs> I just want to but I really know why I don't have any great answers now Biff uh, denies ta- taping he did not do that and I believe Biff he would never so we got Katie and Veronica back in you know whatever Mm-hmm. talking York. about remember when the Jonas Brothers performed at your quinceanera yada yada okay so I remember when she sang at her confirmation that was the best <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a highlight um, Frank has got to get out of here because mm. you know the law is after him possible mercenaries are after him plus He's, he sucks so they're like hey go to Canada <laughs> <laughs> right up the river yeah Back at Thistle House, Cheryl tells TT about Nick St. Clair drugging her and Je- Veronica, Josie, and the Pussycats saving her. Mm-hmm. And TT also, she me tooed, also, this has happened to her. So now, phase two of the tournament between Jug and Biff. Okay. We got Jug and him. We're going to have a bare knuckle fight. (laughs) (laughs) School sanctioned. Yes. (laughs) Was this also in the library? I believe it was. Yeah. Um, And it was a short fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Biff swung once and then uh, uh, Jughead, this is his specialty. He takes him out. That's right. Knocks knocks out glass jaw Biff. Yeah, it's got a glass jaw. Uh, then back at jail, Ted escaped. He escaped. I was unclear what was there. Somebody laying on the floor. Who was on the floor? It was one of the like the deputies or okay. whatever. Um. Then uh, or no 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 no. It was Ted. He acted like he was like passed out or something on the floor of the jail. The deputy comes in, opens up the cell, and then oh. like, he attacks him. And oh, okay, yeah. I got you. Um, they just didn't show the attack then, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't think they I did. Think they did. I thought he was. Just, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't it know. doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, the dudes are mad at Jughead because he won. I guess the bare knuckle thing. So they're like body checking him and put a dead snake in his room. And anyway. Then Ted attacks Archie in the bathroom at school. Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. this was brutal. It was this guy. This kid, all he knows, of this kid is he offered him to have dinner and stay all night in his house. He goes to his school <laughs> to attack him. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. They have a freaking Mission Impossible six <laughs> bathroom fight. And he's like Wang. smashing Archie through the sink. Not only was he was wang with the toilet. <laughs> yeah, he did. And Wang with a trophy before it was over. Another one. There you go. Yeah. It was crazy. So, yeah, Frank rank- wanged him with the trophy after Archie wanged him with the toilet. No, it was a sink. It was a piece of sink he picked up. Yeah. And then we had 
And Kev was there for some of this. Kev's like watching this fight go down. Well, yeah, Kev sees it and like you know he tries to help Archie, but but very little. He just yeah, kind of gets pushed away. Like, Kev's not tough anymore. Well, I don't Kev, know yeah, tough. Kev was on the wrestling team. Yeah, he was all buff and he's like, I could tickle him. For him. <laughs> That's what he should have done. He was trying to start tickling. He was looking for a ticklish spot. <laughs> so TT invites Nick to a private room at the Maple Club. Mm-hmm. Reeveville. You read my mind, sweetheart. Maybe you'd like to enjoy it with me in a private room. <laughs> you little mix. And he says, Relax. "You little mix." <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna get a little more comfortable. Uh, then we have a chess face-off in phase three. This yeah. is the next phase. And How do you follow bare-knuckle brawling with chess? With chess. Well, I believe Biff tried to get... I, I really like, I like this moment that Brett was like, hey, tries to make some deal that you'll go away forever and all this stuff. And, and I hate when people like accept that crap. And Jughead's like, no. Why would I accept your terms at all? I was like, oh, yes, exactly. Why would you? That's not what this is. Yeah, they are both probably concussed from all the boxing. Yeah. <laughs> then we get Betty and Thunder while this is going on, looking for tapes down in the, what's the place called? What'd you, what was your club used to be called? The Quiz and Quill. The Quiz and the Quill. They're down there in the Quiz and the Quill <laughs> looking for tapes. And... <laughs> <laughs> that he finds a secret door because oh, it's Riverdale and yeah. pulls the concrete door out and there's tapes all, all kinds of tapes VHS she's, she's looking yeah <laughs> might have been Betamax we don't know she's I looking. saw a guy on Reddit no no it was the AV Club comment section who said I don't ever watch this show but I just made a Craigslist sale to the producers and I was wondering if my VHS collection was on it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, but I think maybe next episode. So uh, apparently, like, the, this guy was selling his collection mm-hmm. of VHS tapes, and the Riverdale production team needed a whole bunch of VHS tapes. And he, so, like, the guy who sold his tapes got to see them on TV. I was very excited That's about That's crazy. It. But they had a bunch of names on them. She's looking for Moose, and she sees Donna at the top. Yeah, I had to screenshot that and zoom in to find it because I'm watching on my phone. <laughs> I couldn't read her name. I was like, "Oh, Donna, that's so." She's definitely taking that tape. Biff, Biff's alarm goes off while he's playing chess. He's got he's got a whole security system set up in the Quiz and Quill, <laughs> and they all go down. Everybody goes down there and busts them as they're trying to get out of there. Mm-hmm. They got to give the tapes back. Then Jughead. It seems like he thought he was going to lose, so he just goes ahead and throws the whole match I did, I for no reason. I didn't quite get what that was. Just stomps his foot, basically, and he wants out. He was making a point, but I don't quite know what his point yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know. I thought... I, that's been too long since I watched it. I was thinking Biff had made like a... No, he put himself into checkmate. He put himself yeah, in check or whatever but I thought for no he, reason. For, I, I thought he did it because uh, Brett Weston Wallace was threatening to release the tape, and, and Jughead was maybe it wasn't. No, this is that's later. Okay, that's later. Anyway, he uh, I don't know. He just like he says he wants out, but 
as far as I can tell, he never goes anywhere. Then uh, the feds get Ted from Skeet, and they're looking for Frank, and he's supposed to turn himself in. Well, the, if the police at Riverdale knew what was up, they know there are only like six sets. So if he's not at you know Pops mm-hmm. or the bunker, you know, or the Maple Club, <laughs> right. like you can narrow down where. There's only one hiding. room at the school. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fugitives do not have a good <laughs> not yeah. have a good luck. In yeah. If he's not in the bathroom. <laughs> um. So Hermione Hermione tells Veronica that the Ram has a disease, and this mm-hmm. was very difficult for me because I want to make fun of everybody, and now I'm like, is this? A, it feels like. A, the ram would have a very fake disease. But if it's real on this fake show, I can't make fun of it. So what do we do? This is a turning point for us. <laughs> I think he would say, don't cry for me. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. Great. Okay. I don't know. So... Oh, my gosh. But I'm shook. Um... So he has a disease that he's going to get, brace yourself, less muscly. (laughs) (laughs) So Nick St. Clair wakes up. You and the boys here made a little video. (laughs) (laughs) And they taped him. Mm-hmm. As following the theme of the show getting, here, getting tickled, getting tickled by Fangs and Kev, non-consensual tickles. Yeah. That's bad form in the tickling. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's some low sh- shiz there. And, and I know he's a bad guy, but I still felt like is this was that a proportional response to? Like, I don't know, but in, they said that in the tickle biz, he's a first-class squealer. <laughs> 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 I, think, I think that made it okay. <laughs> Had enough? How could you? You can't. You better not show that to anyone, you bitch. Or I'll. Or you'll what? Exactly. Now listen up, worm. Because I'm only going to say this once. You don't know me, but I know you. And I know exactly what you did to my girlfriend, Cheryl Blossom. And what you've probably done to a lot of other innocent young women. You will never step foot in Riverdale again. You will not so much as even think about Cheryl Blossom. And you will never assault another woman. Because if you do, I will let the whole world see what was done to you. I will ruin you. So, so Nick is what we in the tickle business would call a first-class squealer. <laughs> I propose a toast. To Tony Topaz, who slayed yet another dragon from my past. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I am, as always, one lucky lady. So then we get shirtless bear fighter Archie. You've got to express yourself. That's right. 
gets out of the shower and finds a medal or something that Frank left on his bed. I don't know what, what's going on. But it's just a reason to have Archie with a shirt off. Glimmering, glistening out of the shower. And that also... Kevin was the in the middle of a brutal attack like yeah. hours before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you up for some tickling? He's like, let's get it on. Like... He was not traumatized at all by his, one of his best friends nearly being murdered in the yeah. school bathroom. Yeah. He was like, eh, it's all behind it's us. It's tickle time it's, now. It's time for tickling. <laughs> so, Veronica says that on August 15th is when she is supposed to start at Barnard. And she wants to be a lodge again. She's like heard about her dad mm-hmm. so she's a little sympathetic so she he sees that she took his name back mm-hmm. you know so but technically she's still not supposed to know about this you know and we had Buck again again yeah. we're flipping and flopping between oh yeah, we're I, this whole story Veronica line. and her dad have been on every side of every argument it's like they don't know what else to do and it's them. just episode to episode it mm-hmm. just flips back and forth if I love you daddy oh I hate you daddy yeah oh. Yeah, he's all, open your heart, and she's all, Papa, don't preach. I know what you're talking about. Um, then uh, Bughead are watching the Donna tape. So apparently she did get that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, she and Donna is giving the same speech she gave about Mr. Chipping, only this time, who's it about, Cliff? You recall? I don't. Mr. Cate. I just... <laughs> I just remember the lies. Yeah. It's about Mr. Cotter. And she accuses him of all that stuff. And then that was it. Right? Chapter 69. Yeah, that was that was chapter 69. Nice episode, I thought. So what what now, Jordan? Chapter 70, The Ides of March. Ooh, I saw that's a pretty good movie. Um we start with Archie getting up at 4.45 a.m. He's got to go show, uh, make his face appearance. Time to buy the donuts. Yeah, yeah. that pops. job site. He has to go to the, yeah, he has to go get donuts, go to the construction site, drop those off. He's got to go to the gym and talk to some lady who's going to watch the gym. <laughs> Who is the lady? Was that Mad Dog's mom or something? Or who was she? I don't remember. He's like, thanks for watching the gym. I'm going to go to school. And then he's going to come back. But anyway, he's a busy guy is what they're getting at. And he is he is not going to college. That's all we know. He goes to see Mr. Honey. He's like, Mr. Honey, can I go to college? And Mr. Honey says, you can't even graduate. <laughs> yeah, you're too stupid. He's like, can I walk with my friends? He's like, that is absurd. <laughs> This shot of Archie, I, I don't know, I'm sure it was unintentional, but it pans back to Archie, and you see the shelf behind him, and there's something sitting there. It must be a megaphone or something, mm. but I thought immediately, I thought it was a dunce cap. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, he's going to make Archie wear that dunce cap. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> he's like, like, no, you're not graduating. Like, you can walk with your friends, but you have to wear this dunce cap. <laughs> That would be, that would be such a he should have to set on the graduation stage with a dunce cap. Like this is what you could have been if you didn't study, or you were in Canada when we were studying for the SATs. Wow. 
Um, so at Lodge Lodge, we got a shaky ram, and he won't accept help, you know. And and I want to make jokes, but he may be really shaky, so we have to just go on. I just want everyone to know this is painful for me. Um, so Veronica is going through all this, so she's immediately goes pulls a Ted, Ted Bishop, and goes to the school and attacks Archie, only in a good way. Goes in the music room. Yeah, and this is mm, bangs it out. Yeah. Hey, so, she does not have to justify her love. No, no, but it, she has sad feelings, and that makes her. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> Got me. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> but she did it. She explains. He's like, "What was that about?" You know, because time's short. She just wants in the day, Archie. Yeah, we put this hat on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> anyway, Jug is out of the quiz and quill. No more Baxter Brothers contract. He's in trouble. Unless he can write a book in five days. Yeah, why not? He has till Friday on, on the Ides of March. Which, they're also they're supposed to be, there's a blowout scheduled in the woods that day. So... He, Betty suggests he writes a what, Jordan? A book? <laughs> no. Come on. A tell-all? A Romana Clay? What is that? I always heard it pronounced Romana Clef. That's how it's spelt. Yeah. I, was, I thought I was doing good pronouncing it the way they said it. Yeah, I didn't know that that's how you pronounce it. But like a tawdry sort of thriller Okay, because she says uh, you could write a prep school thriller, so that makes sense, yeah. I thought we were going to get some real good English, uh, you know, major stuff here. You're just I, pulling out Madonna I, things. I, <laughs> That's all you're I gonna... never said I was a star pupil in the quiz of the quill. <laughs> was there secret doors? No. Well, shoot. Then the Ram comes to the El Royale. He wants to start working out there. Which you know, like see, you know, if he is does have something going on, you know, we can't tell. We don't know whether it's real or not. But if he it is, he's going there trying to you know stay healthy and stuff, stay in shape. So Archie's like, okay, yeah, here's where you sign up. Make the check out to the El Royale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th- then we get the marking of uh, Tuesday. We're gonna get the days of the week now because of this. So we got Jughead. Is reading the so, some of this his story he's writing to the class to like get a see where they like it. Dupont is not impressed. He does. He's like, I don't like your autobiographical hokum because he's writing about the things that have happened to him. Um, but it's happening at Brick Bridge Prep <laughs> to a kid named Jarhead, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and his buddy Bison. <laughs> nice. Oh, so then we get they answer the was it them answering the phone at the Maple Club Ellie's Essential Oils? Well, you can't say don't hate secret rum club, right? Don't hate. Leave a message. <laughs> don't hate. Alleviate at Ellie's Essential Oils. And TT meets Rosa Javon. 
at the dance club oh. about the rum. Yeah. And it's got, she's got blonde hair. Yeah. yeah. It looks I, a little she bit looks familiar. like Monica Posh. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Monica Posh's sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's not, I never <laughs> yeah. caught that reference. That's why they did yeah. that because she's being like Veronica. That's pretty good. <laughs> wow. Take a bow. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, she's flirting with TT. Veronica's there with Archie. She wants to dance, and he's like, "Do you realize how early I get up?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. Then we get it's Wednesday. Jughead's reading some more about what they did to him. You know, burying him and all this stuff, plotting to kill Bison. What was the Bison? Uh, Moose. Oh, Moose. okay, yeah, okay. Uh. Anyway, then uh, at the gym, Archie's asking the Ram about getting some advice from the Ram. Who would do that? Um, he doesn't. He can't run the gym. One of these episodes, he has a T-shirt on that says the Ram on it. Oh, does he? He I does. I think it's when he takes off to lift weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, is that a hot topic yet? I don't know. I've been there for a while. <laughs> I went in at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, the Riverdale section was way smaller. Yeah, it's pretty weak these, these days. They need some new merch. Right. So, at, yeah, he's, he's trying to get advice about what, what to do about he can't run the gym and the construction. And Archie wants to maybe sell the construction site because Vic wants, has been wanting to buy it. And then I thought he was going to sell it to Keller, you know, Sheriff Keller or something. No. And he says, no, I want Sheriff Keller to help run the gym. I was like, okay. So we're consolidating here. Jug gets accused of plagiarism out of the blue. because, And he can't prove, what, what's that guy's, Jonathan or whatever, the one kid is accusing him yeah. of writing, what was it? It's the Featherless something book that Jug wrote, and he... He says, you know, I've got a timestamp that says I wrote it. And he's like, well, I got one even earlier on my other laptop. <gasps> but he's been using the new laptop. Yeah. So where did his old laptop yep. go? Yeah, that was Sons back. of bitches stole it. That's what happened. Yeah, so he can't prove it. It was stolen. He's going to have to face the headmaster and the committee on Friday. Uh, well, <laughs> this is funny. Skeet isn't having it. He's not going to have his family name, <laughs> you know, drug through plagiarism. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? What? You're that concerned about that? Uh, anyway. <laughs> then Mr. Honey finds a flask in Veronica's locker. He just happens to Why be looking at Veronica's locker. Why does anybody need to know what locker. primogenitor is? Wait, that was one of the questions? Miss Lodge. During a routine search, I found this flask of rum in your locker. Excuse me, since when did Riverdale High become a fascist police state, Principal Mussolini? It is my responsibility to look after my students' well-being. How do you think Barnard will react when they hear about this incident? The recruiter already saw me drinking at my speakeasy. They're not a bunch of prissy, power-tripping asshats. Brian, stop. You don't have to do this. You don't have to protect me. Principal Honey, I'm so sorry. The lock in my locker broke, and I know Veronica's combination, so I stashed that flask, my flask, in there before the test. So this is your liquor, Mr. Andrews? It's been a rough year, sir, as you know. Sometimes I just need to take the edge off. Archie. 
You'll have a week's detention. And I'm gonna call your mother about this. I understand, sir. Yeah. That was something. And Archie covers for her. He says it was his flask. And he knew her combination. He put it in there. What a guy. He's just there to save the day for every single thing. Veronica's got a lucky star. <laughs> yeah, what a guy. Uh, Bughead brings a lie detector to the room where you play chess and bare knuckle fight <laughs> and read your story. And she's, you know, she wants Jonathan, you know, step up and he refuses. Well, that's okay. Cause Jughead can take it and prove he wrote on featherless wings. I found it. Um, Donna's like, that won't prove it. You're, you know, that anything that you're innocent. And Betty says, you think I don't know that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't done. I was like, wow, that she got really fired up. So then Veronica tr goes to detention and tries to bang Archie. And Archie's like, what the heck is going on? Meanwhile, back at the club, TT and Rosa and Cheryl are all voguing Ooh. out on the dance floor. Um, Veronica is having a mint mojito. And they trap Rosa, who turns out to be... Hermosa. Me Rosa. Me, it was her Hermosa, Veronica's sister. Um, Ram had already told I'm, the I'm sister. I'm sad to admit it took me way too long to recognize her. <laughs> like the, the disguise actually yeah. worked on me for a while. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so, so she already knew. Veronica's um, finds out you know, that Sherry knew about the dad's illness. He told her and Veronica's hurt that he told her not, not Ronnie. So Bughead are searching Donna's bedroom. They, and then they go down and search the quiz and quill. Can't find anything. There's nothing in the secret door. Tapes are gone. Yeah. Uh, they go to DuPont's desk and the, I was a little disappointed that, Jughead cracked the lock in the desk. Mm. That's Betty's bobby pen yeah, job. Yeah. Come on, let's stay, stay in the groove here. And then uh, they find the script by Boy in the River that Jughead wrote. And I thought this was turned down. Yeah, they didn't like it. Not only that, you know, he confronts Dupont. It's been polished up by the other classmates. Mm -hmm. That's rude. That's rude. So then Veronica tells Archie that the ram is dying. And he's like, been there. <laughs> he's like, I, you know, you got to take time with, you know, your family while they're here or whatever. Basically saying he wishes he could have done that. So all of a sudden it's Friday. And Ronnie is doing a Red Raven rum presentation to her family at the table. And they're like, what the heck? And she, the Ram congratulates her because he's mad that she's like pushing push him around, bragging about how good her rum is doing and everything. And he says, you're awakening the dragon. So he stepped up <laughs> from the Ram up to a dragon. And 
we find out she did it all on purpose. She was trying to fire him up yeah. to get him living again. Because that's how he is manip- you know, motivated right. by competition. Right. So, Bughead, this, they start, they're just kind of spitballing here. Why did Donna have Chipping's tie pin if she was lying? I don't know. You know, they... Betty decides to talk to Donna. So she goes and talks to her at Pops. Says, you're a pawn being manipulated by DuPont. That's what I think. You know, you need to come forward because, you know, he's a bad guy. You're not, you're just caught up in this. And Donna's like, uh, wrong. Jughead's working on his book some more. Smug Biff is in the room there with him, giving him a hard time. He's like, He's like, oh, by the way, I do have a tape of some bug head going on in here. Some bug. <laughs> and Archie is back at Andrew's construction, getting ready to sign on the on the dotted line there or whatever to give, or the borderline maybe, uh, to get rid of Andrew's construction. He can't do it. He looks up at the sign. Just can't sign it. Which was what was so. He's got his name on it. Yeah, he's like, I can't do it, guys. And Vic's like, what? I hired a lawyer. We did all this paperwork. (laughs) Right. Anyway, so... Jug's at his tribunal. Yeah, and uh, I counted four people. Yeah. (laughs) True. True. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if we were going to clear up how a tribunal worked. But anyway. I don't know. He decides not to clear his name to save Betty's honor. Right. Because of the tape. And he's going to leave Stonewall. I thought he was leaving before. But he's leaving Stonewall. And Skeet is pissed. <laughs> uh, anyway. Archie, for some unknown reason, is keeping the construction company open and everything. But he brings the sign yeah. to the gym and hangs it in his office. Because he's already got, you know, I don't know what's going on. And he he makes Sheriff Keller, ex-Sheriff Keller, the foreman of the construction site. Because we're in the set much more often. Yeah, we're in the the El Royale set way more often than the construction site. That's foreshadowing. We're not going to see a lot of the construction site anymore. But we like the sign. It's a nice sign. Um, Biff and Donna invite Bughead to one last hurrah in the woods. We know you're leaving, but come on down to the woods. Bring your friends. They say. Betty's like, no way. And Jughead's like, yes, we will be there. It's like, I got a plan. Got a plan. So Archie tells Veronica that he can't walk at graduation. He t- he breaks it to her. and But he's going to go to summer school. Maybe sign up for college next year. And then they get their invite to the woods party. They're in bed while this is going on. They're ready to, you know call it a night nope time to go to a party in the woods and so then Jughead gets out his serpent jacket this was a lot of details here he gets his serpent jacket out and his switchblade and his bunny mask and or whatever the mask in their room that used to be Biff's or something and he heads the woods so they're at the party in the woods. They got all the lights up and everything. And Veronica describes it as Midsummer Night's Dream had a baby with euphoria. <laughs> oh, that was a good. Okay. Um, 
then Bronica is like, hey, Archie, you know what we do? Let's go to the woods and bang it out. I don't, I don't remember ever describing a high school party in the woods like that. And I went to a bunch of high school parties. I didn't go to anything that looked like that. Yeah. I had all I, those I, lights up. Yeah, I went to a lot of parties in the woods. bonfires. I mean. Yeah. Um, so Jughead shows up in a different jacket with the bunny mask. He's carrying it around very... I feel like I've seen that in a lot of stuff and the most recent outsider episode for a while <laughs> but uh he is uh he puts it on goes up to Biff who's wearing a toga like uh he's got his mm-hmm. wreath around his head or whatever they're gonna go in the woods and settle this so Biff and Jughead go in the woods Jughead takes his mask off once they get in the woods and puts his toque back on uh Betty follows Donna into the woods and tells her listen I'm the daughter of the black hood watch your step and then we get Donna she's like she's like oh well I went and saw Evelyn ever never at Shankshaw and she told me a word that'll get you to be violent and do something she's like yeah tangerine doesn't work she's like no no it's and that's the end of the scene so we don't hear what the word is then we got Varchi coming back from the woods and doing it. And they go looking for Bughead. And they find Betty is there. This is finally what we've been flashing forward to this whole time. Betty is standing in front of Jughead's dead body. He's got a head injury, it looks like. And her hands are bloody. She's holding a bloody rock. It's freaking caramel all over again. What did you do, Betty? What did you do? What did you do, Betty? Wow. So, mm. fugue state. What are you gonna do? Yeah, that's my excuse all the time. <laughs> I was in a fugue state. So, how long have we get? We go one more. Yeah. One more. We're doing it, folks. Chapter, Chapter seventy-one. How to get away with murder? Yes. Jughead's narrating. He's dead. How's he narrating about? His iconic beanie going up in smoke. That's <laughs> <laughs> almost as iconic as her hairdo. And they, they're they standing there burning their clothes and stuff because they have evidence covered up some stuff. So we're finally to where we started. The, the, or where we, we ended, ended last, last season. season yeah. mm-hmm. Standing in their underwear around a fire saying we can never talk about this. Yeah, which was a great tag. For so it took us 14 episodes to get here, but... Here we are. Here we are. We're nobody's like worth it, but we're like okay. <laughs> see what happens. So they're there. Jughead says, says they should have gotten their story straight. Veronica goes home. They all go home yeah, in their I, underwear. I'm sorry, but I get that. <laughs> Don't but. find. Try to find some faults. You in know how Riverdale. many parties in the woods I went to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I came home yeah. in my underwear. Exactly. You get your story straight. Yeah, come on. But. How many did you come home in your underwear? No comment. <laughs> you sure? I'm sure. Did you have a better excuse than this? Veronica tells her parents that they were playing strip poker. Aye, Archie aye. tells Molly Ringwald, who, who's been to a couple high school parties, uh, <laughs> that he was skinny dipping. 
and his mom. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought this was odd. She's up late, and because she says she has insomnia, <laughs> I thought there was no reason for this. <laughs> <laughs> she she could have just been up or she couldn't sleep, but she has insomnia. Like yeah. so, she's whatever. Um, Betty tells the Thunder that she was at a toga themed party and got wine on her toga or whatever on her clothes, and they're still soaking. So she left in her underwear because <laughs> she's because yeah, Alice. Okay, Two thirds of the parents were like, "Okay, I bought it." Yeah, Alice I, doesn't know. No way. To her credit. Yeah. Is that blood on your bra? <laughs> yeah. Uh, quit thinking, Betty, with the wine excuse. Yeah. But who leaves? They're clothes soaking and just goes home in their underwear. <laughs> that was really weird. Did, you go home in wet clothes, maybe. Didn't Jughead have a flannel you could have put on? <laughs> yeah, I that's mean, what she says. Come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Betty goes up, paces around her bedroom, and then pukes in a bucket. So they all meet at Pop's the next day or whatever and they're comparing their excuses and how terrible they did decide they need they should call Charles to help <laughs> which we know he's shady and something going with chick mm-hmm. I mean at, the, at that moment the last thing they need is, is pops to preach yeah <laughs> Betty <laughs> pops Betty <laughs> says she was framed uh, she didn't do it Somebody they set her up Meanwhile, Kevin comes in. He just wants to have some milk. <laughs> no way, Kevin! <laughs> like, I feel like that's his whole season. It's like, hey, guys, can I be involved? No, you can't be involved. <laughs> and literally every time anybody wants to do anything, Archie's like, yeah, come on. Nope, not Kevin. Not Go Kevin. Away. Then they're like, come back, Kevin. We're sorry. We're in the middle of something. Yeah. Um, and Archie's at home, and his mom's Navy friend is back there that was going to have him join the Navy. And she says, you can join the Naval Academy. He's like, even though I passed out at the last tryout, I passed out in that fight. <laughs> at the lodge, the Ram decides he's going to update his will. And Veronica's mad because he didn't ever even tell her he was sick. And which, it's a whole thing that just keeps dragging out. And he says... <laughs> It's a normal thing. People do this. Which, again, I always read... A lot of the adults' lines I read as meta. Because it's like, yeah, people people deal with their wills. It's like, what are we doing? Like, Veronica got mad. Like, why are we doing this? Like, it's a normal thing. <laughs> this is one of the few normal things. Why are you spazzing out? <laughs> you don't question anything else, Veronica. Um, so Betty calls Skeet and says, you know, she hasn't seen Jughead or whatever. And then she reads this like excuse that her and Charles have come up with. And he's coaching her. And meanwhile, she goes then she goes to Stonewall to record Donna and Biff. And she puts a little recording device under the table or whatever. And they're saying on you know that she went to the woods with Jug and she's like this went on a long time. She's like no, I went in the woods with you. Try and they're like no, you know they won't say anything she wants them to say. And I love all their equipment is like from the nineteen seventies, big reel to reel, big mm-hmm. earphones, but the bug looks like yeah. <laughs> modern from, technology. Yeah. So they can't remember what she can't remember what happens after Donna took went in the woods with her so we're sowing doubt Betty could be guilty yeah oh totally yeah 
but he bumps into this girl as she's walking out of the room and i'm like what the heck is this which we find out later but i was like that's obviously something i think was that june maybe yeah i think so so then varchi are at the club and they're talking about betty like they're they like you know she's their friend but they're questioning her story why'd she pick up this rock who's so stupid and and she's explaining you know archie you know you weren't there you never saw black betty give chuck a sticky maple at bar bethel's hot tub pancake party (laughs) you don't know what she can be like so he's like okay um betty goes to shankshaw to see evelyn and she tells her we're saving a spot for you here on murderer's row down the hall from old sparky she she uh and she kind of hints that there's a word or something you know scaring betty and then she doesn't tell charles she went to see evelyn and, and I don't, sometimes I wonder when they don't tell something like that that they easily could have if they trusted that person whether that matters in the story his overall story or whatever he's hiding I don't know whether it's it'll probably come. safe to say no <laughs> <laughs> true I just want you to hold on to that thread you know though um, so she wants to get Biff and Donna to talk on this recording they gotta find a way so what do you do well, then we get Mama Andrews. Hey, how was your run? Yeah, it was good. Listen, I'm sorry if I just sprang that on you. What, the Naval Academy? It's fine, Mom. Good. Um, because there's something else that I need to talk to you about. What's up? Brooke's not just my friend. She's... My girlfriend. Your what? We hadn't really been close since college, and then we reconnected after her husband died in Afghanistan, which was really hard on her. And first I just thought I was comforting her, and then, I don't know, it just happened. I don't want there to be any secrets between us, Archie. I hope you're okay with it. Are you? Yeah, Mom. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, but I'm a little surprised. Hey, Mrs. Andrews. Um, Archie, do you have a second? Yeah, totally. We'll talk more later, Mom. Cool. Yeah. Nice to see you. Molly Ringwald tells Archie, hey, I'm dating this Navy friend. I want you to know. And he's like, okay. That's cool. Uh, Okay. I mean, that seems a little like... Well, she doesn't have anything to do. So yeah, so a new thing. she's got insomnia. What else? She right. can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well, you know. I assume they were writing her off the show as soon as possible. But I did too. I, I are they, is this some way to try to keep her around? Give her more. I think it's just do? they need. They want somebody there to be a parent for him. You know, no, Uncle Frank is not doing it. He went to Canada. <laughs> um, <laughs> Betty arrives over, as go- over the border. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow. That was good. That was good. Yeah, but I'm. I don't know. I mean, it seems kind of weird because in this show, you know, gay people exist. I mean, it's not a controversy at all. There's no drama about oh, I'm gay and everybody hates me. None of that is happening. So why she and why she's like, well, I have to tell you, and is like 
scared of what his reaction is going to be. I I didn't get that. Yeah, it doesn't add a new conflict or no. it doesn't add anything really new. Yeah. Eh. So, oh, where are we? Yeah, Betty tells comes there there right after this and tells Archie, "Hey, I need you to go fight Biff." <laughs> just, okay. Just point him in, the, in a direction and let him go. He'll find a fight. He gives a little pushback, but then he goes. Uh, and he goes, you know, chases Biff into his room and attacks him. Biff calls him Elmo. That's a reference to something, right? Is there a, char- a literary, literary character named Elmo or something? You know, because I feel like there is. Or maybe he's referring to the red I, fur I on Elmo. I took it as Sesame Street. Okay, Elmo. maybe. Maybe, but they like to make references. Like they that. do. Um. So, Betty and Charles are doing their reel to reel, listening to the recording of the tape, trying to get bet you know because they you know Archie sparked this thing to get Biff and Donna to talk, and not, then they they just start saying stuff because they know they're being recorded, and so always oh, two steps ahead of us. Mm. Yeah. So, Archie's hitting the heavy bag. His mom comes in and says. Did you attack Biff because I'm a lesbian? <laughs> He's like, uh, no. Um, Betty calls him to say she... Uh, I can't read my writing. But uh, she tells him to... Um, oh, yeah. She calls from across in her window. Oh, yeah. And she says, mm-hmm. say I'm Ronnie. It just makes no sense. Hey, why not just say I'm Betty? Say, say I'm Ronnie and tell... Your mom. Because Archie was about to open up. Yeah, yeah, he was gonna, he was gonna spill it. Yeah, and she's Betty's like, stop like, it. No. She's, she have a bug in his room too. I don't know. Maybe. She's like, tell her, you know, you got to end this conversation. Say something, you know, before you say something stupid. So he gives some excuse. I don't remember what it was. Then Skeet and Thunder and go to Betty and say, oh yeah, Jelly Bean had us ping. Chuck his phone, and guess what? It was in your jacket. Aha. Betty gives the old phone charging excuse, and that she must have just picked it up, and that she says they should declare Jug a, a missing person. So, Betty tells Ronnie that that girl in the hallway must have planted the phone on her, we assume. Meanwhile, the Ram tells Veronica, sorry, and about not t- sharing the information with her that he was sick and wants her to stop this family feud with her sister and all that. Betty gets on the phone with Skeet and he says that a hiker found a bloody rock. So, who do you go to when something like that happens? Jelly Bean. She has proved to be wise. Because they threw the actual rock in the swimming hole. Yeah. Yeah. But now there's a new rock. A new so rock. Somebody planted evidence. So, yes, exactly. So she asked Jellybean for the flake, fake blood from Halloween, which was a nice callback. Mm-hmm. And she goes and gets her own rock uh, over by where she smashed the dog, which I thought was nice. Right. And puts her fingerprints all over it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Betty has lost a step. Let's yeah, say that. Definitely. She's in a league of her own. She had thrown the rock in the swimming hole. Um, All right, you win. 
uh, yeah. And Charles is at the station because he's going to get ahead of things, and he goes to see Ski. She's no Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all having fun? <laughs> uh, so he he's intercepts the rock. He says, "I can just send it right to Quantico because I'm in the FBI." So he takes it to Pops and asks, okay, Betty, what do I do with it? Because I'm stupider than you. And she says, well, you send this fake one with the fake blood or whatever. And my fingerprints says, send that to Quantico. He's like, okay, that's stupid, but okay. <laughs> then Barnard got a tip about Ronnie, you know, having liquor, at, you know, doing all this stuff at La Isla Bonita and the Maple Club. And so... You gonna do? She's a material girl. <laughs> oh, lay him up, you slam him in. Uh, then we're in the blue and gold office, and Varchi are in there cross-examining Betty, and she admits she blacked out because you know she's got to come clean to somebody. Supposedly, she tells about her trigger words. Supposedly that she has. And they said, maybe Charles can help. You don't remember what he did when you were at the farm? You know, he hypnotized you or whatever. So Charles gets out of his metronome. And he starts clicking that back and forth. And so she, he gets her to remember that when she was out there in the woods with Donna, Donna did not say a trigger word. She blew devil's breath in her face. Right. You know, old devil's breath. <laughs> and Which is supposedly a real thing. Yeah. But it doesn't do what they say. Yeah, right. It's kind of an urban legend that you can, you know, right. mind white people and bend yeah. them to your will. Close enough for Riverdale. So, right, right, right. So if this happens, so I'm finding out this happened, the odds are much lower that Betty actually hurt Jug. You know, I have, we'll talk about it at the end. We're almost done, but I have a question. Then um, Donna gets an unknown message that says, let's meet, but it was from Betty. So she goes in the woods, meets, yeah, meets up. So it's true what they say. A murderer always returns to the scene of the crime. I know what you did. You blew devil's breath in my face. It wasn't some triggering word you got from Evelyn ever and ever, although you did go and visit her, which was a great mislead. Congrats. Evelyn was more than happy to help give you guessing. She really hates you. You drugged me, Donna. You put a bloody rock in my hand. But it was you or one of your demented chums who killed my boyfriend. Fascinating theory. Here's what I think you did. Rather than try to explain to the authorities what you were doing with a bloody rock standing over Jughead's corpse, you hid or got rid of the body. Archie and Veronica helped you, am I right? No need to answer me. I know that's what happened. Just like I know Jughead's body will never be found. Yeah, why is that? Because if it was, all of the forensic evidence would lead to you, Betty. The crazy girlfriend with the history of mental illness. The perfect murder. No body, no crime. Now what? Now? Nothing. Jughead becomes one of the Stonewall Five, and we go on with our lives. And now, you know, Donna's throwing around how, you know, Jughead's body is gone, and... You know, he's become one of the Stonewall Five. I vaguely remember that reference. What was the deal about... That was at the beginning of the season. Yeah, they talk about students who have gone missing from Stonewall. Yeah. Like this, yeah, the, 
the school legend, you tell the new kids that there's these Stonewall Five that have were never heard from again. And we uh, at the beginning we thought it was maybe Jug's grandpa. Mm-hmm. But well, he was all he's being my playground and all that. Um, hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I, Charles Chickens wasn't a Stonewall Five, was he? I don't believe so. <laughs> so pops back at pops. Betty says, "Let's be unpredictable." Let's have Skeet find Jug's body. That would be unpredictable. Because um, she wants to keep Donna off kilter. So they send a search party out. Finally. It feels like it's been a while since they've, you know. Right. What's taking so long? They send out a search party all of a sudden. Everybody's ready to search. Archie knows where the body is. He goes over and calls Skeet over to find it, you know, over the hill there. Then we get a little slow-mo scene as Skeet is taking Betty to view the body in the morgue. And as they're, you know, they uncovered it's Jughead and... But it's not Dr. Curl Jr. No. I know! I was upset! That was terrible. Who else is running this morgue? What is that guy doing that he can't come on here for this uh, cameo? Let's get his Twitter up. We gotta see what... Yeah, well, he... I checked it one day. He hadn't posted in, like, years. (laughs) He's anyway. on the Riverdale Five. He's going missing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So Biff and Donna come bursting into the that room, <laughs> which was weird, and she's like pushing them out and stuff. I don't know what. That's a really that was weird, weird. even yeah. for Riverdale. Doctor Curl Jr. would never allow that. No, I mean no. they. Well, that explains the whole thing. Why yeah. there was a different guy there? Because right. Doctor Curl Jr. runs a much tighter ship. But I mean, they you would think they have all the body of evidence they would need. So, coming in at the end. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, I'm, I'm threw me off again. <laughs> so, at what point does Betty make the Arthur fist again? That happened again this episode. She did the Arthur meme. She made the fist at her yeah. side. True. I can't remember what it was. She should do that every episode now. But it was great. Right. Oh, well, we got Molly Ringwald in Archie's bedroom, and she's really upset because Jughead supposedly died. And I say supposedly because nobody believes he's really dead, and I don't know how we're going to, this works out. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to write their That's my question, too. That's where yeah. this is all headed. I mean, he's got to live to die another day. So I'm sticking with. Yeah. <laughs> so he draws the curtains. Because he's going to confess to her. Truth or dare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're doing much better than I thought we were going to do. So, anyway. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, so he confesses something, but we don't see what he says. We don't know whether he's just going to tell her that they had something to do with all this mm-hmm. or whether... There's more he has to confess that we don't know. But they talk so much about this, you know, like they like they don't know more than us. That what how how do you how do you fool us and still play this with scenes with just you guys? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're trying to fool somebody else. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. how they're gonna pull this off. This has I'm I'm gonna be very disappointed if whatever if he's writing a book or whatever he's writing yeah. that the story's about because all the episodes are chapters yeah it's got to be they got to bring that in somewhere 
Yeah. Are so we, are we done? Are we at the end? Or are we not quite? Okay, no. Okay. Uh, Veronica and her sister. Yeah, Hermosa. Yeah, want to be named co-executors of the will. You know, that's what he's like. Well, Sourberry will fix that. You know, we'll, we'll take care of that. Old Sour sounds bear. good. And she says she may uh, wait to go start. Uh, Barnard, because she had just got a call and they didn't like, you know, they didn't want her there. And uh, her her sister's all like, "Who's that girl? You don't normally. Uh, why would you say that? You know." So this was the first time I feel like they're stressing or stretching for time and try. Well, Archie's not going to graduate on mm-hmm. time. Maybe Veronica won't go to college. Oh, Betty didn't get into Yale. Like this feels like setup. Yeah. For how, what do we do next season? Yeah. How do we keep them around? Right. So she called Veronica t- tells her not to be a suspicious bitch, <laughs> which I like. Um, Betty accuses Donna in the woods again. We have to stop meeting like this. People will say we're in love. Why did you do it, Betty? Why reveal the body when everything will just point back to you and your cronies? Oh, gosh, Donna. Maybe it's because I know you killed him, the man that I love. And if I'm going down, you better be damn sure I'm taking you down with me. As usual, I have no idea what you're talking about. You and your stonewall chums think you know me? what my next moves will be. And she has a nice speech. She goes, she says, I'm sorry, Donna. I'm the ultimate, ultimate wild card. card. I am the, the daughter, daughter of the, of the Black Hood. Hood. The, the nightmare, nightmare from, from next, next door. door. I'm, I'm training with the FBI, FBI and I'm coming, coming for you, you, you psycho, psycho bitch. bitch. <laughs> not Joan. Not Jonathan. Not even Biff. Just you. You're going to regret ever meeting me. I was like, whoa. And then back at Pops, we get a little tag here. It's the three. Betty and Barchier. are like, well, now what? What? Like, we wait for them to make their next move. Just like I told you she would. Donna may not be showing it, but she's scared. They all are. Finally. So what do we do now? We wait, Arch. For what? For them to make the next move. So my question is... Well, I've seen seen theories. Everyone, you know, everyone wants to know what's going on. But I've seen people think... Oh, maybe Brett is really helping Jughead. Maybe yeah, he's not something. as bad a guy. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen people, well, maybe Donna. Because there's a scene a couple episodes ago where Jug says something like, no one's on my side. Mm-hmm. And she's like, one person is. So, like, are they all evil? Is one of them really a, you know, a double agent who's really helping Jughead? I don't know. They don't. They haven't really laid the groundwork for any of that. But, yeah, the bigger question being... How does any of this pay off? Right. Is there is there any solution that would be satisfactory? Like what what would even work? How could you unkill him 
even on a crazy soap opera like Riverdale. And we're like, ah, <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, there we go. And, and, yeah. Without it being, oh, it's all a dream, oh, it's all a story. Right. It's a, yeah, I, I can't, I, I'm having a hard time, because they're all in. Right, at this point, yeah, it's, sure. He's dead, he's on a slab. <laughs> so, what's the deal? What I, I, I'm curious if you had to come up with something. Oh, and by the way, we haven't even talked about, um, it was announced that Skeet and uh yeah true and, he's not we well, yeah, go ahead uh what's her name that plays Mar- marisol marisol uh yeah, yeah hermione plays hermione they're both leaving after the season uh, which would make sense if like consuelos was leaving i'll give him a story make him sick but like mm-hmm. yeah no he's he's not right yeah, yeah, yeah it's weird so yeah i just can't figure out what the deal is i feel like this was some sort of plan that jughead cooked up and but I don't know what. Yeah. So if he had disappeared, if something had happened, you know, if it was mm-hmm. a little more, a little less black and white. But it's like no, there is his corpse. So right. at some point you have to explain. It's you know it can't be. Oh, somebody. Uh, the other theory was twin brother. <laughs> oh, are you kidding, man? Bring in Zach or Cody. Are you wow. telling me we could have a Zach or Cody situation? <laughs> I think that's a little less uh, ground. Wow, that would be something. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm definitely. Either way, I, I I don't know. I, I get this feeling. Either way, they're trying to this. They're trying to break up the bug head and and move Betty off back to Archie for some reason. I don't. I'm not on board with that, but I mean, would I you have like imagined that's... this show when you first started watching it that there wouldn't be the weird love triangle stuff? It right. would just be happy couples the whole yeah. series. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not what is the art, the core of Archie comics. Right, it's is the Betty Veronica. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So Which, yeah, good for them, I guess. But I, I mean, well, I, I think it, I think they were headed that way, but the whole bughead thing just took off. With the fans, yeah, so there's been little hints here and there. Hard, like, oh, to, we have yeah. feelings, but, yeah. know, but just it's not enough to justify her love. I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I, I did, yeah. I want, I like Betty's speech at the end. She's fired up. She knows Donna's the bad guy. She comes at her with her blonde ambition, just cranks it out. <laughs> and I, I, so I'm excited to see how that she catches. I want Donna caught. Yeah, I don't like Betty being outsmarted. No, yeah, I don't and it's either. It's been too long. Like mm. she needs the upper hand. Yes. Go, Betty. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. We're all caught all up. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we hope you didn't doubt us that we would eventually be right on top of Riverdale once again, like we tried our best to be. We will be back with more faster than a ray of light. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. You're some true blue blue listeners out there. I'm Seth. Bye forever. There's got to be a bigger Venn diagram of Madonna fans and Riverdale fans <laughs> yeah, than, I agree. than there was This yeah. Is Us fans and Star yeah. Wars fans. I'm banking on it. Yeah, I totally agree. We're going to find it. <laughs> Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com.
If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show, Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udownwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share. There's the wang effect. You're going to do it. Get that ready. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, I know. I'm in the... I put them somewhere else. (laughs) Definitely need that sucker. It was a lot of wagon. (laughs) 